When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever Dog I used to think that this was my town What a stupid thing to think I hear you biting off a brain now I myself am on the brain I used to want to be a real man I don't know what that even Awesome, we are back, and I have an amazing guest on my podcast. Uh, she is an editor at Shondaland.com and also a hilarious uh, Twitter person who is a big baseball fan. Kendra James, how are you? I'm great. How are you? Thank you for having me. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I'm so stoked to have you on the show and talk to you about baseball. Yeah. Um, I think we became uh, pals via another pal on the internet. I think that's how, because she was like retweeting you and I was like, this yes. person is into baseball. <laughs> <laughs> I just am like, is there a person into baseball? Like I collect baseball people um, <laughs> and then uh, found out you were a Cubs fan. Just kidding. <laughs> I, mean, I can't wait to talk to you about being a Cubs fan. I was born into it. No, I, I understand. So that's what I wanted to talk to you about is just like baseball fandom and specific Cubs fandom because I know it's 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 a little deep. It yeah. runs a little, just a touch. Just, People tend to be somewhat fanatic about that team. Yeah, just a little, you know. Yeah. So what is like your earliest memory of baseball? Uh, so my earliest memory of MLB specifically, because yes. I've been playing softball since mm-hmm. I was like, three awesome and my dad was like always coaching my teams and that sort so of thing. softball right away not t-ball yeah um i guess you know what maybe i did do t-ball i have like vague memories of that yeah that yeah. probably happened but i do like i remember like very specifically like softball like, oh yeah that, that's been a part of my life forever but mlb specifically i remember carrie wood's uh 20 strikeout game oh wow like I have deep memories of we were sitting on a couch in the basement. We still had those old, ugly, like we had these like black and tan eighties couches. Oh yes. Um and I remember sending me right back. Yeah. <laughs> and like wood panel basement. Oh yeah. Wood Couch panel- in a basement is yeah. speaking to me. Yes. Wood panel finished basement. <laughs> and I remember watching I don't think I watched the whole game, but I mm-hmm. do remember like my dad getting like progressively more and more excited as yes. the game went on. And I think I must have gone down to sit and watch the rest of with him. And I remember just like the excitement of that. Yeah. Um, but I was not like a fanatic uh, Cubs fan at that point because I was, was at 97. So I was like nine. Yes. 97, 98, something like that. So I was nine or 10. Yeah. Um, but I think my fanaticism started somewhere in like the early early aughts um and i think part of it had to do with the fact that i left home i went away uh to school and so i was kind of like looking for something to latch onto that was like real and physical while i tried to make 
actual friends. Totally. <laughs> um, and baseball happened to be that thing that I like clamped onto. Yeah. And it kind of keeps you like connected to home and connected to family. And it like gives you something to talk about with family and friends and stuff. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Something. It was like, yeah, because the playoffs in 03, that was my first. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. It's it's OK. I'm over it. And like, I just. I'm, I mean, I would imagine that you are now. Now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what does that feel like, actually? <laughs> Um, that was a weird feeling. I mean, that's like a whole discussion in and of itself. Oh, yeah. Because I think the the things that happened in the succession of that week in November yeah. were strange. Right. The Cubs won the World Series and then <laughs> yes. Donald Trump was elected right. president. <laughs> also, I would like roll you back even further to uh the Cleveland Cavaliers right. coming back and beating uh the Warriors. And uh, like that being a crazy upheaval. Yes. And, and that just feeling like sports is bonkers now. Like right. I just remember that whole year, everything that was happening was like just the craziest possibility you could think of. Yeah. And that would have been what, June? Because I was... June 19th. Yeah. Joe. Wow. Oh, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So June 19th, that happened. But if I take it back even further into February... Let's take it back even further. I just remember I made some tweet because I think Clarence Thomas, oh, Supreme Court, oh, yeah. he spoke for the first time in like 20 years, I think offering like a dissent or something. And he never does that. Yeah, he doesn't do that at all. Yeah. And I remember tweeting that day. I was like, this is not good. (laughs) (laughs) Clarence Thomas has spoken. Yeah. And I think I I tweeted like, Clarence Thomas just spoke. I think Donald Trump's going to be the president. I think the Cubs are going to win the World Series. Right. (laughs) And then that happened. And I I, like have always joked. I was like, I think Joe Madden like made some sort of blood sacrifice. I would not put it past that dude. No, he's, he's got so many plastic dude. bracelets. I mean, I just <laughs> you got to make the money to fill up the RV. Gas isn't cheap these days. No, it's not. He likes to drive that thing all he over. Drive from Florida to Arizona. Yeah, yeah. he does. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, there's like stuff that I like about him, and that stuff that I'm like, ugh, I can't roll my eyes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> well, I think we just have to <clears throat> respect the office of the president. Oh, shut talk. up. <laughs> I, I always think about like he because I was talking recently about uh, Dave Roberts's mismanagement of the World Series this past year. Yes. And I wouldn't necessarily say that Joe Madden mismanaged the 2016 World Series, but I feel like they overcame some management obstacles. He made some choices that he threw out there. Um, but yeah, that was such a wild and I also, and this is pre-Clarence Thomas, <laughs> this was actually the day after the 2015 World Series. Yeah. I made a prediction that it would be Chicago and Cleveland. Amazing. I didn't say who was going to win because I was like, I literally don't know. Because, like, honestly, everyone is sort of, you know, you whoever wins writes history, right? Yeah. So looking back on it, it was actually a very evenly... Uh, matched up world series yeah, between I mean, those two any game i think any world series where you get to game seven yeah <laughs> absolutely like... <laughs> right i mean they not were they i can't even remember if cleveland won 100 games that season but like we're talking about two uh world series in a row with at least almost 100 game winners yeah. on both sides of the thing it's just like a tremendous uh series 
So what was that like to watch the Cubs win the World Series? So I was at a bar in New York City. It was a Cubs bar, um, Triona's, I think it's called, down in Union Square. And I had watched a lot of the playoffs games there because mm-hmm. um, we had thought about going to see the Mets uh, Mets and Cubs in that series. Yeah. But the standing room only tickets were like $300. Are you there. serious? Yeah. Oh, it got insane. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, and I love to go to City Field. Like I have, I sit in section 426. <laughs> yeah. I know where I like to be. Nice. Um, but even those, like those tickets were going for something like, three four hundred dollars and i'd never pay more than 40 bucks to sit up there oh yeah so i just i couldn't do it so we went down to triona's um and i went with a friend of mine who's also a huge a cubs fan um and that night i still have videos from that night on my phone <laughs> um when the when chris bryant tossed when chris when chris bryant um tossed the ball to rizzo yeah the bar like just erupted oh, sure we everyone started singing go cubs go um, a guy, I was standing on a table filming all of it on my phone and a guy just, he wasn't trying to be malicious. He was just so excited that he took his glass like beer steam oh, no. and threw it against the wall. Oh, I, Jesus. I think that was just though like his genuine like burst of emotion. That's just what he had to do in that moment. And yeah. no one was hurt. So I accepted it. <laughs> sure. <laughs> like, right. That's, that's kind of the Cubs fan uh, conundrum of just like, <laughs> Just like throwing every call caution out the window. Right. Yeah. Um, beer exploded everywhere. Like I was like my side was covered in beer. I yeah. didn't give a shit. Like I right. just like it was it was insane. And it was weird because we were in New York, but suddenly it was just like the camaraderie. Like yeah. I the, I do not like to hug a random man. Like that is <laughs> Hey, you you and me both, sister. <laughs> right. <laughs> then that is not something I do. Like yeah. but like I was hugging strangers. Yeah. Like we were crying into each other's arms. I've since then I've never felt anything like it. And sure. I took that like with literally I I credit that with getting me through like the rest of November. Yeah. Because I was just I was able to ride that high and like ride the memories of that night and like ride do you remember that commercial that played directly after where it was like the little black kid uh, on the south on like No, because I okay. immediately turned the television off. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, it's all right. I'm loving having this conversation because it's bringing me joy because it's long <laughs> enough that uh I've like gotten over it to some extent because the opposite for me is true because like then after that and also it's so complicated it's complicated because my team is like everyone was like trump is going down because cleveland lost and it's like i understand why you would think that Uh, the funny thing is trump is actually both sides of the equation (laughs) because we're talking about like republican ownership of the The whole thing yes of course but uh yeah like everyone feeling this joy and me just being like everything is the same all of this is a waste and of course it was like the three one uh losing you know losing yeah. after being up 3-1 and everyone like because everyone hates lebron so much which is I super frustrating to me I know. it was that i was able to was... appreciate that <laughs> it was so great i just i don't i i try to wrap my head around hating lebron so much but it just it doesn't it doesn't make any sense to me because he like it. went back and he won a championship for a city that was literally never going to get one without him and he has helped Akron the whole time that he's been a professional baseball or basketball player. Um, so I really do think it's just like people being dumb. 
There's one time I was getting like my hair done for a thing and uh, I was wearing a LeBron thing because of course I was. I wore his jersey for a solid week after they won. So I totally understand <laughs> your joy in it. Like I literally felt like, oh my God, good things can happen <laughs> because like Cleveland just loses so much. Right. I watched them lose so many times well, over the course of my whole life. Do you remember when... The Yankees, Yankees in Cleveland, they were playing. God, it was a playoff. It must have been 06 or 07. I don't because I stopped watching after oh. 2000 or uh, 1997. I like blacked out baseball and like sports until LeBron came back. And then LeBron, like we could not win. And I was like, I can't do it anymore. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> oh, no, I was going to say the the Nats. Do you remember like when the Nats invaded um progressive oh, field? Yes. Yeah, that was just another thing where it yeah. was like Cleveland, what is it's, what is happening? Because I lived in I lived to Oberlin and so I yes. was like in Cle- Cleveland during the LeBron drought when it oh, just seemed yeah. that nothing could go right for no, them. No, nothing. <laughs> Not a single thing. And it's so uh you you were talking about like the elation you were feeling with right. strangers and stuff. I went to game one of that one World Series. I went to game one and game two and uh, that game in particular, the Cavs were getting their rings across like left field and <laughs> Cleveland was just like happy for the first time I had ever seen in my entire life. Like after, <laughs> after we left that game, people were high-fiving each other. Like no one ever did that. Like no one <laughs> does that. People don't talk to each other. It's not that people aren't friendly. They're just like not going like, go, you know, whatever, uh, go Cleveland baseball. That's right. not that, what they were saying, but I'm not going to say <laughs> what they were saying. Um, but yeah, it's just so it's it's it was so bonkers. But also like what a crazy beautifully poetic World Series also. Yeah. The fact that it's like 108 years, 10 to 8 in the 10th inning. Right. 108 stitches on a baseball, 108 <laughs> beads in a rosary. Like how, how if if you wrote that, somebody would be like, uh, no thanks. Tone this is not down. this is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> I need you to rewrite. <clears throat> so <clears throat> What is it like to be a Cubs fan? That's like, it's different now. Yeah. Um, During the 2016 season, it was, ins- it was like, it was weirdly joyful, but it's always, it's always joy mixed with, no, it's not, <laughs> it's yep. fine. Like, let me temper this. Like, let me remember that, like, we sign people like Kosuke Fukudome and like, <laughs> ho- and like, think that everything is going to be amazing. And then, you know. Nothing. Nothing. So uh, I just gotten so you. I mean, I I lived through was oh six oh seven and oh eight. I think were those crazy years where we had like Zambrano and we had the Cajun connection and we had Dero and like all of these people who like we really thought we were going all the way and then it was like we swept the I, we were swept by the Diamondbacks. I think Ugh. at some point and I just remember. Being a Cubs fan is literally always ending like this one picture I remember of Ryan Terrio at third, like kneeling at third base at, <laughs> after I think they had just been swept. It was the last game and just like staring down at the ground, palms yeah. up like what what just happened? <laughs> <laughs> that is, that's always been my image of Cubs fandom. Whereas after six, like 2016, if you say the Cubs to me, the first thing that comes to mind is that picture of um, Carl Edwards Jr. like <laughs> running through the field holding the W flag. Yeah, it's amazing how much like my perspective on baseball has changed. So like just baseball in general is completely different for you. Now. Kind of. Yeah. Because <laughs> it now seems like it just feels like I can we can win now and it feels like 
I don't know. I've I've always been there and I've never abandoned that team. Like I've never had another like primary number one team, but <laughs> there's just something that feels so different about it now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm very, I mean, I'm, I'm happy, happy, for, and I'm you know happy what? for you. I read it. Listen, when they, <laughs> when the Cubs traded Dero and Kerry Wood to the Indians yeah. for that one season, I, I was there. I went to several games and cheered for them. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to do. Yeah. I mean, listen, I like to support, I wanted to support my boys and I sure. kind of like came around on, um, on the Indians for like a, a hot second. Um, God, what was his name? I mean, small market team. Yeah, exactly. See, that's, that's what's so, um. I mean, it's it complicated is the only word that I can think of, because when you're at, outside of it, mm-hmm. it's very easy to be like, I cannot believe you're a fan of this team. Right. And it's like, yeah, I get why you would say that. I, I get that. But I did grow up with this whole thing. And it's like just this team that I grew up with and fell in love with. And I'm not in love with the logo. That's not the love of the thing. No. The love is the team and the spirit of the fellowship of the team and the fandom of the thing. You know, the guy throwing the glass into the wall being totally fine like going to those games and really feeling like a kinship with the cleveland fans and not the cubs fans because i was surrounded by cubs fans at both of those games because um they just generally have more money yeah yeah, and it's real close and it was easy to do um i have like this very distinct memory from game two when a came out and i that was the first time that i was like wait a minute cleveland and i it wasn't the first time. It was the one of many times that I was like, Cleveland and I are not on the same page here because no one booed him. And I was like, come on, Cleveland. This is our chance. And you guys don't give a shit. Like, you guys don't care at all. Do you ever wonder, like, how much, like, the average fan knows about all that stuff? I do. And I wondered a lot in that moment. Yeah. Because I was like, I guarantee more of the Cubs fans know what's up. Right. Than the Cleveland fans. Um and they probably a lot of them probably don't care more than I think. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's not a, an indictment of Cubs fans specifically. It's just of, you know, fans and human beings right. not really thinking like once something is swept under the rug, like, well, we just keep it there. That's yeah. why all of our rugs are 10 feet tall these days. Um, <laughs> but I have this very specific memory of him on the mound and we were like just ready to go. It had just been. We had like a bad experience in the seats and like there was a whole thing going on. And so we were like leaving. We were behind home plate um, watching that. And there were Cubs fans to my right. And then there was a Cleveland fan in full coveralls, like Carhartt coveralls, like (laughs) definitely their work outfit, but what they wear all the time and what they chose to wear to a Cleveland baseball game, which is very typical. Um, He was to my left in full thermal coveralls. And to my right were these Cubs fans and they, the guy was like, you know, they really got to make this earlier in the season. It is absolutely freezing. It is ridiculous that we're out here. And I, I was like, number one, how can you be saying this when your team is in the World Series for the first time in a long, 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 long time? You also, you're from Chicago. Give, I, I, exactly. <laughs> you even give a shit about this. And then I'm just turning to this guy who's like leaned up against the pillar in like full Carhartt. Anyway, um, <laughs> I mean, I will say there is literally nothing. Then again, Section 426. Yes. City Field. Yes. Beer, like July, 95 degrees. Oh, absolutely. I mean, yes, that is hot is baseball. But yeah. there's also something so specific about cold baseball, too. Because mm-hmm. I, I mean, I remember opening days in Cleveland with snow falling on the ground. Yeah. I mean, I remember like waiting the whole. Not th- anymore, Kendra. <laughs> <laughs> I just I remember like the whole thing of like 
waiting, waiting for Alfonso Soriano to warm up. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> he can't play in the cold weather. He sure. can only play in July and August. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, but no, not anymore. We don't, yeah. There's no more snow. There's and no you more guys winter. have that uh, heated dugout, or not dugout, bullpen. Right. <laughs> I did love watching Puig just jumping in there, like, when they were reviewing plays and stuff. Mm-hmm. That was pretty great. <laughs> we're uh, fancy. <laughs> yeah, we are. There. We got um, that billboard, uh, that, that oh sign now. It's pretty bonkers. Yeah, I can't. It's, like, really weird to, to think about that being there. Yeah, have you you so you haven't been to a game I, since it's I haven't been, been put yeah. up. I remember when they were, I mean cuz I lived in Chicago in 2007 to 2012. Right. And I remember just giveaways constantly to go to like Brewers in, games. Oh, right. To bleacher seats at at Wrigley like you could just walk down the street and you would get tickets oh seven is so surprising though because we were kind of like we were kind of hot then yeah oh gosh still giving them away (laughs) (laughs) well I'm actually really interested to experience like because I just moved to LA yeah so I haven't had a baseball season here yet and I hear that like it's interesting here Ooh, in that (laughs) we don't like people here don't get to the games until like the third inning yes (laughs) it's more like the fourth okay but I don't. I get there for all the stuff, sometimes right. batting practice, um, which is awesome because, I mean, the thing is, it's easy to look at that and be like, oh, nobody in L.A. cares about baseball. And like that is the case of a lot of the expensive seats because it's just, you know, people that's everywhere. And yes, that's everywhere. Um, it's honestly the traffic in Los <laughs> Angeles trying literally trying to get into that ravine you know like just lines of cars okay the best way to do it and this is for anybody in los angeles is to take a ride share to like the bottom of vin scully avenue and sunset boulevard and walk your little feetsies on in there people here don't enjoy the walking i i don't no, <laughs> no people think it's like there's an episode of bob's burgers where uh todd barry's character gets a hummer and he's just like driving it all over the place and Bob is walking on the sidewalk and he like goes up on the curb and is like, get a car, idiot. And that is what I think about Los Angeles all the time. Like it's it's not just like that they don't want to walk. It's that there is something uh, gross about walking places, you know. Right. And that 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 is in my hometown, too. People like it. Uh, people think you're like poor. Yeah. If you uh, walk. <laughs> No, no, no. You're just healthy and, right. you know, not spending money. Yeah, no, I just I like to walk places. I like to subway. It's- Absolutely. <laughs> Let me ask you this question. Have you gone to uh, a lot of minor league games or any? I haven't. So I've been to minor league games. I used to um, not not MLB minor leagues, but we had the New- the Newark Bears. Oh, nice. Um, in Jersey. And so I would go to those like a lot when I was younger. Not the same magic, I have to say, for me. <laughs> Not the same magic as MLB minor leagues or as MLB? As MLB minor leagues. Yeah. Um, there's, I don't know, I maybe it was because part of me with the teams that I get attached to, it's like knowing the personalities and like sure. getting into, you know, the management styles and sort of the antics and the dugouts and everything. And I just like wasn't, I never got into that with the Bears. And I think that probably played a large part of it. Yeah. I mean, that makes total sense. So do you have other teams? Obviously, you you have one team. Yeah. Do you, so do you have other teams that you're into right now? Um, I will always like keep the Mets in yeah. a special place in my heart. We used to 
I hope my parents don't actually listen to this, but there was a <laughs> period in eighth grade. So my middle school in Jersey was right next to the train station. Uh-huh. Um, and there were a few times where we got on the train and we took the train into New York and then took the subway to Queens and we got you get five dollar um, seats. At, what? Yeah, at Shea. Yeah. Um, and so we went to see baseball games and stuff going to school. Oh my god, that's um, amazing. But yeah, so no, I'll always have a, a special little place in my heart for the Mets. Yeah. Um I mean I, I have a little one too, uh, for the eighties Mets because as a kid I was a huge fan of Daryl Strawberry because his last name was Strawberry. I mean agreed. So like how cool is that? <laughs> <laughs> um I have like there's like a family member of mine who is a first a first or third base I'm coach. Uh, for the Royals, I think Gary Ooh. Gary Pettis. Yeah, um, yeah, and so I don't know, like, but it's really just the Cubs for me. I'm gonna try to get into the Dodgers. Sure, um, seems like a team that I could like, kind of. I'm here. Yeah, there. I think that's like the biggest part. You know, people, whatever. It's it's so. I kind of feel like the Cubs are like the only team that you can say, oh, I'm a big Cubs fan, and like nobody really gives you shit. Right, <laughs> but I could be wrong because I'm not talking about that. Um, but a lot of people, uh. Like I said recently, because uh, Anthony Rizzo um, was Ugh. went down to Florida and everything, and and hey, I'm not going to. He's doing he's he's doing the right thing, but I I also am like, man, if somebody like him said we need gun control now, it would be huge, right? Um, for him him to do that and to make that statement, and I said on Twitter, I was like, if he says we need gun control, I will become a Cubs fan and wear his jersey for the rest of my life. And then people like were like, come on, join us. And I was like, no, 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 no. no uh, it's a contract. <laughs> I, this is not just willy-nilly. I'm trying to make a statement here. But it, anyway. I think, I mean, I think that's part of like what's always attracted me to the Cubs too, just like as a more conscious like teen and then adult. They just always seem to be like really good people. Yes. Um, Araldus. <laughs> the players. Excuse, yeah, the players. <laughs> The pl- yeah, no, not the management necessarily. Though I guess the sister is like, okay, is she? I oh, don't know. Kendra, you have no idea how many times people have told, reminded me that the sister was a Hillary supporter. Right. And that Theo was. And it's like, okay, but they're not the head of the DNC. Exactly. Or whatever, the finance, whatever. Um, yeah, just yeah. ridiculous. Um, but no, pl- the players always seem to be like, if not like actively like good people, then like at least like decent. Yes. Like they weren't doing anything. Cr- like we didn't have an Aroldis Chapman until we had an Aroldis right. Chapman. Um, Which is what was like honestly so disappointing. Yeah. Of that pickup is that like you kind of didn't need it. No. I-, I-, I mean, I don't think so. Like obviously you get a flamethrower. You have a flamethrower. You're going to use a flamethrower. But <laughs> at the same time, like you did it. <laughs> you didn't need the guy. We didn't absolutely. Need- I mean, he did play. He had some crucial moments. Yeah. Um. But like, I don't know. It was it was just interesting to think about him and then like think about our other flamethrower, Carlos Zambrano, who was not a perfect man. That sure. man loved to beat up a Gatorade uh, container. <laughs> yeah, but, but I'd rather a Gatorade container than a human being. Exactly. A, a human woman. A human woman I'd that rather, you claim to love. Right. I'd rather a fist into a Gatorade container than a bullet into a wall. Absolutely. That's just me. But so, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'd also I would point out with his specific controversy is that something that uh, wouldn't make it 100% better, but the fact that, like, they then don't talk about it. Yeah. Like, then he he's he's never held responsible. W- what stops him or somebody like Joe Madden from saying, you know, like, 
we know a lot of kids are fans of the game and you know like he's sorry for what he did or he 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 understands what he did and this is not something that you should do how i understand you're admitting guilt if you apologize for something right which is why a lot of people don't apologize for things but at the same time like i do feel like a sport like literally all sports have a responsibility to the children that watch their game there's a reason why people get ejected for doing dumb shit yeah because they don't want it to seem like it's an okay thing to do so when things are off the field or off the court it's just very simple to me that you just have make a statement about it as opposed to just letting it go and then having it be this like oh it's pc backlash or whatever and it's like no 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 he like assaulted a woman a, a woman that he's supposed to love in his home in their home. Right. So, like, you should talk about it because we're already talking about it. There is, like, a strange... As much as I I, I love that team, there is a strange apoliticalness to sure. them. Maybe not strange. Maybe that's just all of... Baseball, I would say, is the least political right. of the of the major league sports that we... Maybe aside from hockey. I don't know if any hockey people are making yeah, wild not really. statements. Uh, not wild. Political statements. <laughs> but <laughs> right. basic political statements. Um. <laughs> But there is like an apoliticalness to the Cubs that is not disturbing, but it's upsetting sometimes. I mean, I think the Anthony Rizzo going down to Parkland is the closest they've come to a political statement. I'm not sure Dexter Fowler's <laughs> political thing came until he left. I think he was right. already a, a Cardinal. Yeah. Once. And there was a big, well, because Cardinals fans. Right. Are, <laughs> yeah. They're Cardinals fans. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Sorry. Yeah, sorry, decent Cardinals fans. Yes. You understand, though. Like, look, we're all taking responsibility for the yeah. <laughs> issues they with said our teams. Some real gross things about Zambrano. Really, really bad shit. Yeah. Um. But yeah. No. So he, uh, I guess, someone. He was. He came up against the uh, the travel ban because his wife yes. is Iranian, yeah. I believe, and he got a lot of shit for that. Um. And a, it, a lot of like, uh, shut up and play the game kind of stuff. Exactly. And like, yeah. And I think, yeah, the Cubs do just shut up and play the game. And the only time you get, you don't get anything big for them from them. What you'll get is someone like Carl Edwards, right? Being like, the dinosaurs were really great, <laughs> which I <laughs> yeah. actually loved. I think that was brilliant. Yeah. He was like, I'm in DC. I'm going to see the dinosaurs. Right. What else? How did would you I do? feel about them going back to the White House? I was, I was pissed. It's gross. I was genuinely, I was happy that they had been invited to the Obama White House and yes. they weren't going to, because they pushed it up. Right. I think Obama specifically, like, <laughs> yeah, because he's from Chicago and that makes yeah. sense. He's a Chicago guy. And he's a White Sox fan. Right. And so, he's like, put, you know, because he, he understands what it is. Yeah. And so it was like fun. You know, it's like they go and certain players didn't go and sure. certain players made certain bearded players didn't go. <sighs> certain bearded players who <laughs> ESPN shoots I have on my wall. <laughs> <laughs> oh it sucks so bad i know and he made like a really weird i forget exactly what his tweet was but it, oh yeah like hollywood elites better run for the border i'll help you pack yeah beat it, <sighs> it was, hashtag MAGA. wow i i remember <laughs> it was seared in my brain uh when that happened that i and i hey there's uh like trevor bauer my friend and i call him the alt-right hander so i'm not like throwing stones at all because he is like very much like a mega dude and has like gone on Twitter tirades, which I honestly would, I honestly think he might be the reason that Carlos Santana was like ready to go. Okay. Because like <laughs> they just, he's an asshole and mm -hmm. like nobody makes him be nice. They right. all just have to deal with him and he's an asshole because he's like into that shit. Anyway. Yeah. No, but, um, but, but yeah. yes, that was like seared into my brain. I mean, I happened. think I just blocked it. Because I liked him too. He was my <laughs> favorite. I mean, like what a story. And I mean, I think I also just have a thing for like, 
bearded uh, pitchers. Of I course. Mean, uh, Brian Wilson. That was a yeah. big thing while I was in college. Right. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that was like, that specifically was disappointing. And then coming on the heels of him not going to the White House, it kind of like dimmed his star a little bit for me. Yeah. Um, not that he was, and I mean, he wasn't amazing last season. Sure. Uh, so that, you know, that helped as well. Right. Other stars to look to. But yeah, I, where where were we? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I think yeah. we were just talking about political statements, but right. we brought up a dude. I wanted to talk to you about three dudes. I think three dudes on the Cubs, maybe just two. Mm-hmm. Um, but him specifically, Jake Arrieta. We've been chatting about where we think he's going to go. Yeah. He's still, as of this recording, um, it has not been picked up, which is bonkers. This whole thing is bonkers. And a lot of people are like, oh, he wasn't, you know, he wasn't as good last season. But I still think it's not always about that for a rotation Mm -hmm. you know i don't think it's always about era on paper necessarily um there's something to be said for clubhouse presence there's something to be said for leadership there's always like there's a lot of factors that go into that i mean you saw how he pitched in the nlcs right Right. (laughs) like that's and he can turn it on when you need it to be turned on yes and that's a very uh important thing for a team like i don't know the twins who don't have a very great rotation and are really trying to make a run for it. I don't think he'd go there. I don't think he would either. I really think he wants to be in Texas. That's what I think, too. Yeah. Because, like, number one, it's the same colors. (laughs) Just be putting on the same colors again. Also, I can't imagine that he's not, like, some big Nolan Ryan head to feel like he's, like, following in the footsteps of Nolan Ryan. Right. And then also he's just from Texas. Right. And that's, like, I mean, I get it. That's where his family is. He's been away from them for however many years. Yeah. Because he was in Baltimore before. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I'm like, I, that was a terrible fit. Terrible. Um, but, you know, I think I'm thinking Texas and I don't know what's holding up anything. Yeah. Because they don't have really anybody. No. Anymore. <laughs> oh, you guys have you Darvish. I forgot. Yeah. Right. There's a third one that I was going to talk about. We How do you feel about that? Um, so this is where a little bit of like my Cubs pessimism like comes sure. back. <laughs> yeah, I can understand how you might be a little pessimistic um, about that. I'm like not excited about it. I'm waiting to see how it plays out. I'm so I'm just like coming off like this Olympics high. So sure. I haven't been like watching. I haven't been really paying attention uh, yeah. to spring training yet. Uh, I don't think he's come. They haven't even had any of their starting pitchers uh, play yet. I don't think. No, I don't. I think you're it's right. It's only been three games. Yeah. Um, they released a schedule. I guess they're starting next week, possibly. Or maybe not next week, whenever this is released. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> the week that this is released. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm I'm holding back on excitement for that. I want to see yeah. how that plays out because we've signed some stinkers in the past. Sure. I mean, the Cubs do like a pitching like project. Yes. You know, but uh, whew, boy, <laughs> I don't know that I'll ever not be mad at that dude. And I, I was like, oh, I felt so bad for him about the like Yuli Gurriel stuff, yes. which I've talked about ad nauseum on this podcast but at the same time it's like oh you come on you blew it you literally threw our world series away right and you didn't even play for this team (laughs) (sighs) it'd be fine if somebody like josh fields or kenley jansen threw it away literally anybody that played for the dodgers for more than one month but no (laughs) oh my god i forgot you guys got him so late yes oh that stings even more it stings even more (laughs) i'm Way more mad at him than Curtis Granderson, who literally did nothing as soon as we picked him up, except argue a foul tip in the 
and LCS, which I honestly was like, stop, you're going to ruin it. We're going to lose the whole thing because of this stupid foul tip right now. I mean, again, there is something to be so- said for like elder presence sure. in, the, in the dugout. Absolutely. Because that's, I mean, that's what we got from Jason Hayward for a while. Yeah. I that's mean, all look, we were man, getting from Jason Hayward you for a got while. that speech from him. Yes. During the rain delay that paid for itself. Yep. I, Cleveland didn't have that and they didn't win the game. Yep. They All we had was Michael Martinez. That's who we had left to go up to bat. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Napoli didn't get a hint in the entire <laughs> World Series. Which, yeah, I mean, but it also took, oh my God, who, uh, Javi was. Oh, off. yes. Oh, yeah. Just off, I think until game seven. Yes, I'm pretty, pretty sure. At yeah. least he had like defense that he was like right. he bringing was something else something. to the table. Exactly. Um, and then the last player that I wanted to talk to you about because I was uh, on Twitter last night just like checking some baseball stuff and holy shit, Kyle Schwarber. Have you seen? Oh no! Are how you about to end? Skinny he is. Oh, oh! He lost like twenty pounds. Okay, and twenty pounds doesn't seem like a lot of weight. No, but for him, he looks so different. Is it's, it all muscle now? Uh, I think so, and he's like a lot faster. He stole two bases in Beautiful. uh spring training game this past week well i mean that's that could be great because his strength was always like he hits the ball far yes he was not the fastest boy (laughs) he was no he was not i mean i watched him steal that base in cleveland and i was like what are you guys doing he's still not there let's see if i can find it for you yeah no he um but I mean, I couldn't. Bl- I also couldn't blame him for not being the fastest boy because he came back I off mean, that yes, injury. Absolutely, for yeah. sure. Um, but he, yes, it was a little bonkers. Let me. <laughs> it was a moment last night. Schwarber skinny is my only recent. <laughs> oh wow! Right. Oh my god. He's like Chris Bryant size. Yeah. It looks like in a video game where you stretch the dude out to yeah. be like a little bit too tall. But yeah, he's like skinnier than Anthony Rizzo. Yeah, it's it's a lot. Wow. He lost a lot of weight. wonder if it was Pilates again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure, but he is like way more agile. Yeah, well, no, that's good. So, I mean, he couldn't hit for shit last year. No, it was funny, like baseball season last year. I think I was like still it was hard for me to pay attention last year to a lot of the things that I loved. Sure. <laughs> Just. Oh, yeah because absolutely um and so like i was i dipped so in and out of baseball yeah um and also because i was still riding that high of that win yeah and they won you i mean i that's i think why i got like so into the dodgers and i happened to go to the game where they like lit up like i I think it was cody bellinger's like fifth game Mm -hmm. where uh puig and turner and bellinger went like back to back to back in against the the Phillies where I was just like wait a minute something is happening and it like actually felt good and it was a distraction from all the stuff as opposed to you were kind of like having this like I'm already happy this isn't gonna bring me anything yeah so I will say like by the time we got to playoffs uh yeah. last September I or last October I was like okay I'm like yeah. I'm ready like I did a rewatch of pitch and then I was like <laughs> okay this is exciting again I'm yeah. liking these teams we're all making I can I can be here yeah so are you excited about this season you're excited about going to like Dodger games I'm, like, I'm really excited to go to Dodger games yeah. like because I've never been to Oof. that stadium yeah so I'm excited about that I'm excited to see the Dodgers and the Cubs play like yes. I love to go to an out-of-town Cubs game just because we travel oh yeah um and I also so I have this like jersey that it 
I have a jersey that says impeach and then 45. <laughs> nice. Uh, which the MLB would not make for me. Wow. Uh, yeah, I, don't I saw a Dodger one at a Cubs game last year. Oh, because yeah. we went to see the Cubs on a Sunday and there was a dude wearing a Dodger one that said impeach 45. I think everyone should have them. Uh, yes. Um, <laughs> the MLB, I believe, called it, uh, told me that they do not uh, produce slogans or uh-huh. slurs. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. So I had to have They it. also won't let you make a Sam Mayday Malone Boston. Yeah, Red or Sox dead jersey. people. That was the other one. Or <laughs> yeah. no, dead people and retired players. They don't allow. Oh, that's ridiculous. Yeah, because they want you to buy from their own of stock. Yeah. Of the three hundred dollar um, jerseys. Oh my god, they're so expensive. <laughs> yeah. But so I kept trying to order this jersey uh from them and every time it would be denied. And I tried so many phrases. I was like resist forty five and teach uh, forty five. Yeah. Um and so every time they would they would accept my order and then the next day they Deny would reject it. it. Yeah. But then they started sending me ten dollar coupons every time. So I what? kept for the inconvenience. Oh my god, that's amazing. <laughs> so I did it like three more times. So I have thirty dollars of coupons that I need to use. Oh, that's amazing. Um, but point being, so I like to I like to go places wearing this jersey because yeah. it elicits it elicits a series of reactions. <laughs> I'm sure it does. Yeah. Some people are thrilled and some people are, you know, not thrilled. Not happy. Do not wear that jersey oh, to I w- Anaheim. I wore it to St. Louis. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> I I went to uh Angels game last year. Uh, to see Cleveland because I was like, I got to see the team that won 22 straight. Like, I got to go see them. Yeah. And I immediately walked into a dude in a MAGA hat. Wait, tell me about Anaheim. What's what is wrong up there? Well, it's it's a lot. It's very military in okay. Orange County. So like the Angels fans are pretty military. It's very oh. like kind of like the Padres. OK. Have you know, there's like uh, uh, the Marines down there. Yeah. Um, And so that sort of. Uh, feeling is okay. is about and that uh, overlap. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not necessarily every single person that is uh, military is a mega person. I'm just saying. I get I get where you're coming y- from. You understand, but I'm just trying. You know. Um, and so yeah, that's Anaheim is a little. Oh, interesting. It's a little. I, <laughs> it's also a very weird stadium to me. Um, oh, okay. Because when you walk behind home plate, uh, on like the just the first level of seats um they're like you know how there's like the clubs it's yeah. like some i think it's a vodka brand owns the like luxury club <laughs> back there. club yeah exactly um you can't see through it it doesn't have like glass windows enclosing it it has like a just a solid enclosure oh so if you are uh, if you have field seats um which you can usually get very cheap field seats in anaheim which is the nice thing and you can take the train down there which is right. super fun um if you go walk around to third base, you miss the game while you're walking. Oh, that's frustrating. It, it's really weird. <laughs> no, I don't. No, no. It's a really strange layout, but it's one of the oldest stadiums, operating stadiums. Oh, okay. I didn't realize it was that old. The 60s. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm excited. Like, I, I'd totally go there, but I'm also excited to finally actually see a game at Petco Park. Oh, yeah. Because I've only been, I've been to, like, Comic-Con parties there. Yeah, but me I've, too. Yeah. I've never, I've never been to a game. Let's go. Uh, yes, let's do it. I'm into it. Oh, my God. Totally. Because yeah. you can take the train down, look at the ocean, yes. and then you go see some baseball. Yeah, go see some baseball. It's also, like, a nice stadium because yeah. I've been to those uh, parties, and I'm like, oh, man, this would be... 
yeah. This will be a great place for baseball. Oh, I've walked like <laughs> I've walked all over that oh, stadium. Oh yeah, me like, too. At night, at just night, like oh, I could sit here. I could do this. Yeah, nice. They've got an abundance of first basemen now, so yeah. it's fun to watch that happen. Just <laughs> right. play first base all over the field. <laughs> Call dibs on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Kendra, this has been so fantastic. Thanks for being on, and I hope to have you on like during the season again, so we can talk about stuff that's actually happening. In oh baseball. my god, absolutely! It's a reason to pay attention. Yay! <laughs> Thanks, Kendra. So Thanks. If you're looking for some Find it somewhere else. Last year was the son of a bitch for nearly everyone we know. Oh my god, wasn't Kendra James amazing? Um, check her out on Shondaland. She's a tremendous writer. I love her Twitter presence and her Instagram presence. Give her a follow on there because she not only posts some really amazing old vintage photographs, like family photographs, which are wonderful, but she also posts amazing outfits. She had a she's going through a bewitched period right now, which is just Oh, filling my heart. That show. Come on. They don't make them like that anymore. <laughs> and they should. Anyway, I can't wait to have her back on the show. That was tremendous, wonderful. Love talking baseball with folks. Um, thanks so much for listening to this episode. Episode three. In the books. We filled out the scorecard. I got to learn how to do that. I never learned. I'm going to learn this season, I promise. Um, so thanks so much for listening. Remember to uh, review and rate on iTunes or whatever you're listening to this on. Um, a tape deck. I don't know. You know, tell your mom you like it. I don't know. Let them know. And then follow us on Twitter. It's at Three Swings Pod. Same on Instagram. Find us on Facebook. Like us on Yelp. Do all the things. <laughs> this is Rhea Butcher. You've been listening to Three Swings. And if you liked it, you liked it. I used to want to be a real man. I don't know what that even means. Now I just want you in my arms again. And we can search each other's dreams. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.